Uh, hey, AJ. <laughs> What's up, yo? <laughs> What's up, dude? Um, dude, I, up, I got dude? I got tornado a new uh, fountain today, or it showed oh. up today. Yeah, well, like she's splashing. Yeah, yeah. She the cats like it when there's moving water. Like they enjoy drinking out of fountains more than just like a bowl or a, or a blood fountain because she's the devil. I mean, I do. I mean, I am scared that she's going to kill me in my sleep one day. She's like, and then I can have all the treats. <laughs> like, I don't have to wait for that guy to deliver anything. Um, but yeah, yeah, it like showed up. Well, so the problem is she splashes water so much, like from bowls, from fountains, doesn't matter. She splashes water all over the place. So there's every, my floor is just wet all the time because she likes playing with water. And so because fountains require electricity to work, it, she shorted out the last one in like three months. <laughs> so, uh, so I got her a new one. And dude, oh man, it was like, it was like watching a kid on Christmas. It's like, it made me feel like a parent. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's exactly the same thing as having a kid. Um, <laughs> when, she, when she gave, when she like figured Parents out love that. when she, well, yeah, when she figured out what it was, man, like she was like, I was like, oh, this is mine. Oh, this is the thing. It's a new fountain. Like, I mean, it was just, man, it was just, it was just, it was just the greatest feeling ever. And like, she looked at me so, and she, she's like, I love you, daddy. And I was like, I love you too, little girl. Which I mean is the most fucking a, pedophilic thing out of context. So no one should have gotten her a spike collar and a blood fountain. Is all I'm saying. Okay, I mean, yeah, sure. Maybe, maybe when she's older, man. Maybe when she's older. All right. Let's, <laughs> wow. Can we start the show? Let go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and thank God it's Friday. It's Friday, right? Oh, God, it better be Friday. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this man over here looking dapper as ever with the sacred symbols adorning his garb. It is AJ from the Underground, PSVR Underground. I won't tell anyone what you were doing <laughs> right before we showed up on the screen. What is up, Brian? What is up? Game cats, happy Friday! I see sci-fi game cat Henry has already given us a safe word, but that's for Hump Day, man. Safe words are only for Hump Day. Yeah, sci-fi game cat Henry obviously does not know what day but if, is. But if you ever want to kill the sexual tension in the room, just say Herman Holtz. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it every single time. Every single it works time. <laughs> Uh, guys, a little bit of housekeeping before we get the show rolling. Don't forget uh, to subscribe to AJ over here. He has his own channel at PSVR Underground on YouTube. Uh, and uh, have you what, what have you done anything recently, or, or just still the, waiting for the toe to uh, get caught up? I took uh, this week off, actually. Um, yeah, just been busy with normal life stuff and real life stuff, and you know, been playing uh, Republic, which we're going to talk about today. I can't wait to talk about it today. And then uh, streaming Elden Ring in the Discord, of course. Um, you know, during these slow, dark times. That's right. Uh, don't forget, guys. If you're not already members of our Discord, you can click the link in the description below. Uh, it is 100% free to join. Uh, although, if you are a Patreon subscriber or Patreon supporter, uh, the $3 tier gets you access to voice chat, which is pretty cool. It's nice. Kind of hang out there sometimes. Great place. And talk. Um, 
AJ, I mean, people support us on Patreon. People support us here in the chat. People support us by watching the channel. But since it's Friday, we should probably talk about another way people support us. Isn't that right? That's right. We'd also like to support those. Uh, thank those who support us in another way by changing your name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent, as you and something GameCat adjacent like to say. And this week, we have three new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. <laughs> Starting with Serial Killer, I Wanna Rock, Ragnarok, the Game Cat. Uh, yeah, awesome. I mean, I want a Ragnarok too. Uh, I, don't, I don't know when it's coming, but yeah, I'm excited. We've also got Snacks Impulse, the heightened emotional response Game Cat. Bing! I feel like we forgot this and, one for like a few weeks in a row. <laughs> so if, we, if we've forgotten anybody else out there, if you've been like, well, I changed my name to fucking GameCat three weeks ago. They're like, well, it's it's just kind of par for the course around here. Don't forget, hashtag GameCat in the comments below. Uh, and like, if I forgot you, you know, do it again. Heightened emotional response. I think that comes from the, the PlayStation blog or something when they're talking about the eye tracking. Somehow eye tracking is going to play into heightened emotional response. We shall see. Finally, last but not least, we got Brucey, Two Sheds, Game Cat. Mm. Bing, there he is. What what the hell does Two Sheds mean? I feel like I know this, but I don't know it this time. (laughs) (laughs) I know this because somebody said something and pointed it out, but I totally lost track of what it was, so I don't know. So helpful, so helpful. Don't forget, guys, uh, Game Cat. GameCats are the loyal followers of uh, Without Parole. Long story. Uh, but if you love us almost as much as we love you, that's right. Uh, don't forget, change your name to GameCat over on YouTube or Google, and then uh, and then put a hashtag GameCat in the comments below. Not this chat, because I'll never find it. That's not how chats work. Uh, but definitely in the comments of any video, and when I do a search, you'll probably pop up. Hashtag GameCat. Thank you all so very much. We love you. AJ. You. Lots and lots and lots of news to talk about. Obviously, a bunch of things have happened. We've got some games to talk about. we got some updates to talk about. But first, one of our loyal cats out there, sci-fi cautiously hyped cat Henry, who uh, does the timestamps <laughs> for this show, left a viewer takeover question on Discord. Another great reason to join Discord, because you can leave your viewer takeover questions over there. And maybe... And take over the show. We'll let you take over the show. Where's Henry, man? We should get him up here on video and let him do his thing. Get your camera on, Henry. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he writes, hashtag viewer takeover. You've done a list of confirmed and rumored PSVR 2 titles, but let's talk hybrid releases. Since there are several months until PSVR 2's release, what flat PS5 games and upcoming PS5 games should we keep an eye on? Not only for discounts, but hybrid creaminess i don't think i read this entire <laughs> before copying and pasting hybridy hybridy creaminess hybridy creaminess I, I think that somehow makes it worse so is this uh, excluding uh games that you had in your video or no like yeah because i did have turismo a few seven right yeah grand turismo seven village. resident evil village uh i think yeah i don't know what else there yeah was, let's but... add let's add something new to the conversation man uh if we've already talked about those what uh what new shit do you think we should keep an eye on well there's a couple games i'm keeping my eye on for sure uh the callisto protocol is one um that i'm very interested to see what happens with it 
Um, I'm going to be keeping my eye on a lot of first-person games, but it's not necessarily limited to that because I think there's a, there's not every game has to be first-person to be, eventually be a PSVR 2 game. Sure. Um, but, yeah, Callisto Protocol is one of them. Uh, I thought I had a trailer for that. guess not. Oh, well. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the one that most people are, are kind of pointing at right now uh, is is the Dead Space remake. We talked about it a little bit on the last show, uh, but it's it's uh, it just got delayed until Q1 or early. I think they said early 2023. Uh, which, if you're enjoying you know random conspiracies, or if you like to enjoy random conspiracies, you could be like, well, they're delaying it so it can launch alongside a PSVR two. But that makes no sense whatsoever because it's also a flat screen PS5 game, a flat screen Xbox uh, Series X game. And uh, and it, that would be absolutely silly to delay a game like that. But uh, so I, I highly doubt there's any correlation between the delay and the release. But I do think I do think Dead Space would be a fantastic first person VR game. And so I've got, really got my fingers crossed for that one. Um, a lot of people saying Ghostwire Tokyo. That is a game that like I really really want in VR on PSVR two. Now that uh, you know that's Bethesda. So I've unless there's something already in the contracts. Um, but yeah, that is technically one we should still keep an eye out on uh, until PSVR is re- PSVR 2 is released. Um, it's still possible. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. I sure hope so. It looks so perfect for PSVR 2. I mean, you look at the gameplay and it's it's first person. It, it's got like all these hand gestures. Doing that, integrating that into the uh, finger touch detection stuff Um if that was possible, that would be super cool. Um, get a full game and and some cool things with it. Um, <clears throat> but that's not all, Brian. Uh, I'm really interested to keep. I'm been keeping an eye, gonna be keeping an eye on the Wolverine because mm. uh, I feel like I feel like the Wolverine would be a good fit as well. Um, you know, and getting to slash people up, Berserker Claw. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, when we see some gameplay of that, I think that's going to be pretty revealing because, yeah, uh, obviously, if it's all about combos and, and it does the whole um, like Batman Arkham style of combat where you're, you know, you know, definitely like like violently uh, being being thrown to one direction, then another direction, then another direction. It's, it's sort of hard to replicate that in VR uh, without going back to the drawing board and really changing everything. Um, and so I think it's, for, for me, it's more of the slow paced things like village, uh, where, you know, it's already in first person. It's already sort of designed to be this, you know, more slow moving game instead of like a high speed action game. Uh, those are the ones I'm looking for first, but as you said, man, there's no, there's no reason that games like that couldn't be third person in VR. And I think they'd be way more fun playing that way. So, you know, still playing with a, still playing with a dual sense controller and still playing it the exact same way, except now you have like this, uh, this, way different perspective on the entire uh, on the entire game so i'm okay with that braxburg braxburg got that reference when i say tornado claw or berserker barrage i think is what he says and then braxburg i even hear it when he says it he says optic blast the cyclops yes yeah um yeah so the only real safe bets that i feel like um are really just gran turismo 7 is the only safe bet because the developer has 
kind of hint, given us tons of hints. There's strong evidence that Resident Evil Village could get the same treatment uh, that we have our fingers crossed for. Uh, obviously, Grand Theft Auto V, uh, the PS5 version, would be uh, huge for the platform. So um, But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of unannounced games, and, yeah, it has me definitely wondering if uh, – if if and when we start to see these games that we're supposed to get 2023, 2024, and so on, um, if these will a lot of these will be hybrids. Yeah, yeah, I think this is one of the most exciting prospects for me. Obviously, you know we're going to have a lot of great uh, VR exclusives and, and and games made for VR from the ground up. But I think the most exciting thing to me is to see how many of these AAA studios or single or single A studios or even indie studios take to psvr2 you know i I think it right now it's such a big question mark it's like yeah everything's possible but how many people are going to adopt this how many people are going to really get on board right away and say yeah man this is like we want we want gamers to to experience our game in vr there's a lot of developers out there that still don't like get vr or or still don't realize that it's you know kind of this thing that people yeah that's the thing there's there's there needs to be a lot of examples because the thing is, is there's a chance that PSVR 2 is still going to be this kind of wild west when it comes to development. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot like P- PSVR 1. I mean, you know, that's just the reality of the situation. When AAA devs try to dip their toes into VR, oftentimes we've seen like they're, they miss the mark by a lot. And, and it's just, it's not like they wanted that to happen. It's just they're not familiar with. Uh, with a lot of this, the technology, with, with what the community likes. And so it's going to take a little bit of time to get that right. Um, luckily, we've had a couple really good examples. Oh, uh, there was a rumored Wipeout game as well. So it, it would be really interesting to see that. Um, you know, that's supposed to, that's already rumored, I think, to have VR support, right? For PSVR 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's already on there. Um there's uh, what, what the heck was that other one I was, what was thinking? The, what was the twisted metal uh, rumor? That, that that's what that I was thinking. About. Yeah, so so twisted. There's a rumored twisted metal uh, that's supposed to coincide with the TV show that has been passed over to Fire Sprite Games, hmm. um, who's also working on uh, two other games as well. And so I don't really know if they're only there to do VR support. Obviously, they're capable of much more than that. They are former they are uh comprised of like different wipeout devs and and a bunch of that historic uh uk based group um so anything from them there's a dark narrative adventure uh that they're working on um which yeah i don't know i still think could be twisted metal maybe but i don't know um yeah anything anything first party screams potential i think yes um but you know luckily our inside info that you got us uh sony themselves said that they want to focus on not only just remasters of psvr1 games uh but hybrids moving forward so and then making sure that they feel built from the ground up so this is going to be an initiative that um that sony's going to be doing and and uh, yeah and i i hope that they whoever they have in charge over there knows what built from the ground up implies um because that there's a lot of potential for a lot of amazing things. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't want I don't want this initiative to restrict developers. You know, uh, we were talking to Josh in Discord chat earlier, who was like, you know, I'll take I'll take things that like are you know Resident Evil Seven ish, 
right? If it means we're going to get the game in VR, like it, it, rather than not getting it at all, <laughs> right? Right, um, right. Third person games um, and whatnot that just puts you into the world. Yeah, you know, point at something and push the X button. If like if you have to open a drawer that way, that's fine, man. If like that's how we have to have it, then that's how we have to have it. Rather than reaching out and pulling the drawer and opening it, I, I, I get it, man. Not not everything is going to be super doable just from right from the get-go and i think as more people yeah. see the potential they're going to start when they begin development with psvr2 in mind they'll, they'll be able to kind of do these things a little bit easier but i think right from the get-go i don't know i don't, I don't know how hybrid the hybrid games will be um right yeah, yeah i mean obviously they're not going to go back and redesign their whole entire game just so you can open a drawer with your hand but right. um i don't think in i think there's many cases where that's not going to be a problem and um, yeah, and some of these hybrids could be from indie developers too, uh, and, and this can be from indie devs, third party devs. Um, so, yeah. But uh, sci-fi again, Gate Henry, who asked the question, is in the chat. And he said, "What about RE two, three, and five? I mean, RE two and three. The fact that we've seen these on PC, the PC modders, uh, one person or two people modding code that they don't even have, you know, the source code for, uh, are able to bring these things into VR." first person and in, in it's pretty fucking amazing uh capcom's out of their mind if they don't if they don't have some of these games ready yeah. for psvr2 i'm hoping they do the same thing as hitman basically where um they go back and you know it's the same engine so any game that uses the re engine uh anything they configure for that engine i hope they can apply to as many things as possible and yeah how hitman 3 did the allowed you to play the entire trilogy in vr uh, I would love to see that applied to Resident Evil 2, 3, 4, uh, the, the remakes and stuff coming to uh, PlayStation 5 later on because already, we already know that there's versions officially yeah, announced of those. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I agree, man. They'd be crazy not to throw money at uh, Capcom to do that. Throw money at Capcom. Also, Capcom missing out on potential sales if they just don't do it on their own. Um, you know, when you have the opportunity to be at a... Uh, at a console launch or any kind of launch like this will be a peripheral launch but it's sort of you know it has a, it has the feel of a console because it will have its own games um yeah you're out of your mind if you can't if you can't be there for that all right man well that that's fun looking at the future but i say we look uh at the at the current <laughs> at the present at the current um yeah and uh and today we got an update for after the fall uh, included quite a few things you and i got to play the horde mode uh, yeah here we go here's some footage of that uh hold for... on real quick dan Kiefer says brian would you play re6 in vr i can already answer this yes he would play anything probably. in vr like yeah. that's <laughs> I, dude have you seen the things that i played over the last five or six years in vr just because they're playstation vr uh if you're asking yeah. if i want to uh yeah i mean as as the terrible of an R, a resident evil game as re6 was it was still it's playing it playing that in vr is still so much better than most of the games we've played over the last few years uh, i think i think it could be fun i don't know it's high action it's there's there were still some scenes in that some of some of the campaigns a couple of the campaigns were halfway decent all right so with this update we got a revolver did you get to play with the revolver no i did unlock it but i didn't really have yeah. Any interest in playing with the revolver? Cause... Yeah, it's okay. I, it was certainly not. I, I'm looking for fucking crazy over the top weapons in this game. Uh, and and all they gave us was <laughs> they gave us this. Uh, they when gave you us... have hordes and hordes, like you need to be. It was my you need to have a... Yeah, exactly. Um, 
you you need other other means. Uh, you know, I'm I'll be excited about some some weapons being added to this game, but uh, the revolver is not one of them. Yeah, I played with it a little bit after you and I played the horde mode. I unlocked the revolver, purchased it, and uh, and it, it and it was fine. I'm just nothing. Is it any different than the uh, the deagle or the the Arizona or the other one? Well, I don't know. It's 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 an unfair comparison right now because I will say the uh, I didn't like the Arizona falcon or whatever the hell they fucking called it the arizona whatever um i didn't like yeah. it at first uh, until i upgraded 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 uh and uh and now like you'll see in this footage uh there's i'm i'm just like sniping dudes with the arizona from far away and, and taking them down with one shot um and so I'm, I'm actually a pretty big fan of that at this point so what i i won't know if i like the revolver until i don't know <laughs> until i upgrade it like 10 times what did you yeah. think of the horde mode, man? We jumped into that. We found uh, we found two unsuspecting uh, co-op partners uh, right off the yeah. bat. There was no there was no waiting. The lobbies and that are doing great. Uh, what, what did you Shout think? Shout out to Stephen Molly. Oh yeah, Stephen Molly. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought it was okay. It starts off a little slow. Um, it, uh, it you know it starts off a little slow and is really easy at first. I was like dreading it. I'm like, oh. Like, this takes the one fun thing about the game, and now I'm, like, confined to this tiny little space. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it was a setting, it was a place I wanted to be. It's not really a change in uh, in scenery by any means. Um, but, yeah, it, I think it was okay, and that seemed to be the general consensus. You know, I even asked Steve and Molly who were in there, and uh, we don't even know them. They're on the Quest uh, or PC, and, and I was like, so, you know, just – getting other feedback and i was like what do you guys think and and his reaction was yeah he's like it's okay it's something different and i yeah. kind of agree like it's fine yeah scott jesco psn harry fellow psvr game cap for life with the two quid says uh tip fixed choo choo let's get aj hired uh yeah i saw a little earlier saying she couldn't tip um sorry about that i don't know what's going on I apologize um thank you scott jesco yeah, it's 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 a little weird, man. I mean, it's not weird. Like when when people are saying we need more content for this game, I think horde modes are probably the easiest thing to push out as fast as right. you possibly can because you don't need to build an entire level. You you're basically just allowing people to run around a small area and then throw zombies or in this case snowbreed at them from pretty much every direction, uh, right. and then just and then you and then you get your very own after the fall wave shooter because that's what we wanted for this game. Um, it's. I, I I think my issue is uh, go, goes beyond after the fall with this. I think it goes beyond horde modes in general, and that's that for me. This feels like such like a one and done because it takes so long for the difficulty to start ramping up, and it takes so long for the rewards. Like the further you progress in uh, in the horde mode, the better rewards you get when it's all over, and so it takes so long to get there that I'm like I'm bored for the first. 70% of it. I'm like, oh, here we go. Another wave. That was easy. Another wave. That was easy. Another wave. That was easy. The beginning easy. Like, of it is so boring. And then and then out of nowhere, it gets super difficult. And I'm like, can we just start at the super difficult part and like work yeah. our way from there? Because just, I was wondering about that. I was wondering, is it better to have horde modes? Because most horde modes I'm accustomed to, they do start pretty difficult. Okay. Um, especially, and you, well, they get the difficulty ramps up really fast. But I don't know if which one's actually better than the other. I don't think it really matters. But definitely when it comes to, like, fun factor, uh, it is definitely boring at the beginning. Uh, but the, on the flip side here, this is a much better way to grind for those discs for upgrades. They certainly give you a lot more incentive 
to play this mode if you're grinding for loot mm-hmm. than than playing the harvest mode. And the harvest mode is a lot more fun. Um, but this, they they tried to give it a reason, and that is the more uh, waves you survive, the better the loot you get. Um, so I'm I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the structure. I'm fine with having a better way to grind than the the same five levels over and over and over and having to go from start to finish and, you know, risk uh, losing all your stuff. Um, I think it's an improvement. Yes. But it's uh, certainly, I'm not like blown away by it or anything. Yeah. I I think Vertigo was banking on uh, the harvest runs being that, that gameplay loop being way more addictive than it was. Um, it, it, it certainly wasn't as satisfying as we wanted it to be. So mixing it up with this, if you've got a group of people and you're all in a party together and like you just like want to spend the day um, grinding, then at least you can mix it up and do this because uh, one of the benefits here, uh, unlike the PvP modes, is that you can actually bring your upgraded weapons into battle with you. So you'll see, you know, my Arizona, I'm like whatever else I have my shotgun, and they're and they're fairly upgraded. They they work pretty well, and uh, and and maybe that's part of the problem, man. Maybe maybe <laughs> since they let us bring all this shit into the horde mode, that's why it took so long for it to be uh, to get difficult. It was the this this right here, the footage you're watching is the first time AJ and I played the horde mode, and like we got pretty far, man. We got wave twenty two, yeah, twenty three, or something. It was was like it 19? 19 yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, but we were, I, we kind of died because I was started messing around. And um, yeah, and VR Demon's in the chat. Hey, what's up, homie? It says, I don't care what mode you had. The game is still a brainless shooter. I was actually thinking this to myself. Yeah. Um, this is like not a creative mode at all. There's, I don't know why I was kind of expecting maybe something like a little bit different, but it's, um, I think the only like one of the few disappointing things was like it's such a small space and like I was like ah like in a way it's it's in a way it can be cool but but I was really hoping like I mean when they say the level is the highway it's like no you're placed in on the highway <laughs> but you're in like a small space like there's really not much uh room here to run around and um I don't know if I like that or not, but, but yeah, I was definitely thinking to myself, like, this is, this is definitely like a mindless shooter. So if you're into that kind of thing, it's perfect for you. Yeah. As far as, as far as the size of the arena goes, um, yeah, I mean, it's, man, it's, I, we, we, I, I, I like jo- the harvest mode a lot more though, because the way it incentivizes working together, communication, yeah. this mode, you don't really have to communicate. Um, and, and so like the first first 20 minutes of us in the horde mode we were kind of just like all silent just i'm just yeah. standing on top of a car it felt like a static wave shooter where i'm just sitting in one spot and just gunning them down and like i didn't have to go anywhere so i'm just like all right yeah it, it really is like a mindless shooter um yeah it's it's super mindless I, I think i think if there's any communication to be had for this it's that you you first designated what's what's northeast south and west Right, you, you say, or front, back, left, and right. You you designate some some callouts, and uh, and so if because I'm I'm you know I think there's four people and there's technically four sides to the arena because uh, it's kind of a square, and so you can either all just take a side, or uh, or or you can just run around like crazy as you see me doing, uh, and then you kind of try to keep an ear out or an eye out to see who needs help, um, and so if you can actually be like, hey, you know, everyone's coming from the north, or or we gotta. Uh, we got a, a boss coming from the east along those lines it as it gets more difficult you know the, the a few seconds heads up uh before they get too close to you will certainly be be helpful um but yeah i don't i don't 
you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see them doing anything to this game for me to be like, yeah, now I'm, now I'm in love with it. I, I don't, I don't no. know what they'd have to do other than no, some, it's... other than way more creative weapons, right? Or, or maybe some permanent stat up, upgrades that you can that you can grind for. That would be fun. Yeah, I really feel like they did the minimal needed for for this game. Yeah. It's very much like I don't know. It's so basic. Like there's nothing. There's really nothing deep about the game it's more about like they tried to emphasize the social aspect and and you know the gunplay and i think the gunplay is fine but it just it's so thin as to like what it tries to do there's nothing really ambitious uh or uh creative about this game yeah i think it's just a simple concept that's just stylized yeah, the two selling way. points are like you get to shoot zombies and you get to play with your friends. And it's like, well, I can yeah. name like a hundred games like that. <laughs> it's like yeah. they they benefit so much because there's just not a lot of competition in from in VR, uh, which right. is which is really unfortunate because it allows people to get away with this shit for way too long. Yeah, so hopefully that'll change next generation and there'll be some. And it's uh, all right. It's it's all right. It's better than it was at launch. That's it's for sure. Way better than it was at launch. It needs it, to be twenty dollars though, like you said. Yeah, it's it's still just all right. That, that that's as much as I'm giving it. Just all right. Uh, shout out to Gabriel 004, the licensed meow game cat, ran with the five dollar tip. Uh, apparently, this is for Professor Lilith. Uh, it says the Sunday multiplayer is Crisis Brigade Two. Ignore me. Um, nice. For so Professor Lilith with the five dollar tip <laughs> says the Sunday multiplayer is Crisis <laughs> Brigade Two. You've been ignored, Gabriel. Um, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, make sure you get into uh, join our Discord and uh, and. And you, that means oh, you can yeah. always vote for the Sunday multiplayer game that everybody plays. Uh, and also, then you can remember what time and stuff we play. I think it's like 2 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. I think that's how it works. Yep. Crisis Brigade 2 rocks. Good pick. Yes, for sure. Well done, voters of said game. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Uh, so this is just the beginning of the front runner season. Is that what it's called? The front runner season? Uh, yes. And, uh, and they're going to be adding uh, another harvest run. They're going to be adding... Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward, to, and that's that was what our uh, co-op partners, our randoms, uh, said too. Is like they're really excited about the harvest run. But is it going to be just one map that's like 20 minutes? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, uh, enough about that for now. It's it's good. It's good to see that they're updating the game. And I don't know. Let's let's check on it in another two years and see where it's at. <laughs> hopefully, it's hopefully it'll be great then. Um. All right, well, a game that had an update announced that we talked about a little bit here on the show uh, was Until You Fall, and that was the Neon update. And one of the things we're supposed to be doing was adding a few two-handed weapons to the mix. You guys remember, uh, as, as long as I get this right, they were weapons, you could, you could hold two weapons at once, two swords, whatever, uh, or you could do a, a shield and a sword. Uh, and now they're doing two-handed weapons, and that's part of the Neon update. Uh, there's a bunch of other small updates that are coming to this, too. Like, I think, you know, a, a slider for smooth turning so that you can adjust how fast your character turns, all that stuff. But um, but then when they announced the headsets that it was coming to, they did not mention PlayStation VR. So I reached out to Shell Games, and I said, hey, guys, what's happening? And <laughs> I was like... A little bit weird that this update uh, for a game that not only did you release on PlayStation VR, but it was also free for Plus members. So a bunch of people probably own it. You, you didn't. You're not bringing the update to us. And here's their response. Uh, their official word, which they will be posting later on on their Discord as well. They said, 
We understand your disappointment in hearing that version 1.3 update for Until You Fall will not be launching for PlayStation VR alongside other platforms on March 17th, 2022. At this time, we're waiting for the new PSVR 2 hardware to release before making any decisions about this platform. Our official Discord community will continue to provide inclusive inclusive monthly challenges despite the version and content differences. PSVR players will still be able to win prizes, interact with others, and share their best strategies for defeating the baddies. We understand that waiting is hard. They're preaching to the choir. But we hope you'll continue to enjoy your experience in Rokar. AJ, what's your reaction to this official word from Shell Games? It's not surprising. Um, you know, as much as I wish that they would update updated on psvr it's not surprising at all because i don't think this game sold for shit uh even though it's a great game it really is a, a wonderful game uh they even had it as a free um a free playstation plus game for like two three months and yeah if they're not even bringing this update uh, it means that they couldn't even give the game away to people uh so they are to me on this platform for some reason they have struggled to sell it and get people to play it and download it, which, you know, sucks. But if I think this game, I think if it would have come to us sooner, um, obviously it needed more time. But I think if it would have came to PSVR sooner, a lot sooner, it would have been um, way more successful. I think the timing uh, basically was dead on arrival. Timing was terrible. This this came out during the same time as like budget cuts and Walking Dead onslaught and no budget cuts didn't do anything to it. No, but squadrons, but I mean, squadron swordsman and yeah, uh, this this was what late September, early October. Is that what it was? I can't remember. Dead. Yeah, it, yeah. It was it was during a block of time where we had like literally ten games all scheduled for like a three week period, and we're just like, what what? Why can't you spread this out a little bit, right? And like, what was the rush? What's the point? And, uh, and and so, you know, this game certainly got overlooked. We, we didn't have any sword fighting games on the platform other than Golem. And then suddenly we had three, like, uh, like yeah. that. And so it was. I think it was easy for people to, like, get, get swordsmen instead of this one. And if you look at the sales charts, then uh, then you'll see that that's also true. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, it, it really sucks. But my question is, does it seem like kind of a... I mean, it seems like a pretty – like, I mean, and, and trust me, I have nothing but love and respect for Shell Games and everybody that works there. And all I think all yep. their games have been amazing so far, right? And so, like, the last thing I want to do is, like, throw in shade at this developer with that, who I don't even really know that well. Um, but it seems like <laughs> – with that said, it seems like kind of bullshit that they would say, uh, we're waiting on PlayStation VR 2 to decide what we're doing with PlayStation VR 1. It's like, yeah, these two things have nothing in common. You brought your game to the PlayStation VR headset and then boom, you're just not supporting yeah. it anymore. Yeah, it, that's it, that's the truth. That's all it is. That's and what that's is what just, it is. Now, is if, just, you know, just something to to say that to just let that go. Now, if, <laughs> if, if they say if 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 suddenly Sony, you know, sends some news down the pipeline, the show and says, hey, uh, this is going to be backwards compatibility and we'll allow you to have psvr2 patches for your game to you know be optimized for the headset at launch uh i do you think that'll change this for them like if if, if sony starts telling that these developers saying hey this is how it works and blah blah blah, blah you're going to want to have your updated game ready to go 
uh, do, do you think suddenly that we'll get a different message from Shell? Be like, hey, yeah, we, we want we want this game to be updated so that when it comes to PlayStation VR 2, it'll be a very complete experience. Yeah, I feel like if they just bring the game, to, like a, if they remaster it for PSVR 2, it would just include this stuff, and that's probably how we're going to end up getting it. Yeah. Well, let's hope that's the case, man, because this was this was definitely a little bit of a bummer to hear. Um, I, I, for me, I was like, "Is this was this an oversight? Did you like really not list PSVR like for this relatively small update?" But the problem, the, the biggest problem to me, isn't that we're not getting this update, right? This is version like one point three or something. I forget. Is this is this is two handed weapons? Just a few few new weapons. It didn't seem like it was that big of an update. But my biggest problem with this is that if we're not getting this update then we're not getting the update after this one either. Like, if they add a right. new campaign, uh, then, then yeah, good, good luck. We're, we're not getting that on PlayStation VR either. So, yeah, it's a shame because this is a lot of people's – some people, this was, like, some of their – one of their favorite games of 2020. So, yeah, it, it yeah. sucks. And, and I certainly would be interested in the two-handed weapons um, depending on what they are. But, it, yeah, it sounds like something that would get me to come back and play it. So, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's not a great excuse, but it's an excuse and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. They, but... It's just another way of saying we have no interest, but unfortunately, like I said, I, I don't think it, there's enough demand either to really convince them. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think there is either, but again, I, I think that if, if they're using PSVR two as an excuse, there better be a reason for it. Like they, they're like, well, they haven't said anything about backwards compatibility. They haven't said anything about how our game is. Go- this game is going to run on PSVR two, you know. And so I, may, I guess Sony is probably just not communicating that with everybody at this point, because um, it sounds it, to this this uh, this official message makes it sound to me like they're still in the dark, and I don't like that Maybe. at all. Yeah. Anyway, AJ, uh, a new game came out yesterday for the PlayStation VR. It's a game that we've been. Uh, talking about, I feel like for like seven years now, uh, it's out, it's actually been out for almost that long, um, and it's called Metal Gear Hope. Don't don't lie, you you like that thumbnail? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I guess I don't. I'm that's sorry. text. That's not really the thumbnail, but I guess it's part of it. But okay. <laughs> well. Oh, this isn't this isn't the right trailer. This isn't the right trailer at all. <laughs> oh God, you know what? What am I even doing here, dude? Uh, yeah, Republic. I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. I interrupted you with <laughs> with, a, with a games cast crash. You were looking forward dude. to this game. Dot dot. dot. Yeah. So I was looking forward to this game, uh, but I didn't know what to expect. I was very cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, man, I freaking love this game and i was not expecting it i was not expecting to love it as much as i do do um and uh yeah man i want i'm 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 happy to to break this game down a little bit and and give us a a little extra mini review some final thoughts on it um because like i said it's so much better at least i liked it more a lot more than i was expecting yeah, all you are is history in the chat. I love this because uh, I like when people try to dissect shit that doesn't matter. Uh, he says, so Brian said uh, his review score isn't, doesn't, 5, point, 5 out of 10 doesn't mean average. So does that mean Republic is an average game or slightly above at 7.5 out of 10? The answer is it's actually a really good game. Um, and and if, if we'll, to dis- we'll discuss some of the bad things in a, in a minute, but this easily could have been an 8, 8.5 uh, if, if they had just, uh, if, if a few of the issues were ironed out. It's, yeah, 
We basically had it penciled in as an eight out of ten, but some technical issues brought it down a little bit. Yeah, this is actually it's actually really good. Um, and so, with that said, uh, let's start this review discussion as we always do, starting with the good stuff. What do we really, really like about Republic? That it's like Metal Gear, man. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, no. yeah, it's the gameplay, the stealth gameplay and level design is very much like Metal Gear, and I've always wanted a Metal Gear game. Now, this is the thing, though, is when we when we, when we we think of Metal Gear Solid and VR, we're thinking first-person, very hands-on, get to use the tech. This game uses the DualShock 4, um, but you're not just controlling from a third-person perspective of just like you're just some god observing uh, the, the, the character and controlling them. You're actually playing technically as two different characters at once, and you're playing as somebody that's hacking through uh, cameras, and you can zip around and uh, and move around through that way, and then you're also controlling Hope, uh, which is the main character, and having to sneak past enemies and uh, use a bunch of different tools at your disposal. And I love this. I love this aspect of it, uh, and this is one of the biggest the things I like the most about it, and was not expecting to be like, whoa, like, am I playing, like, a Metal Gear Solid right now? Like, in, not Metal Gear Solid, but a Metal Gear-style stealth game, like VR missions or something in VR? And, and I feel like, yeah, like, uh, that that is very much uh, representative of what the gameplay is like. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, before we tackle the first-person stuff, let's tackle the third-person stuff, and that is you're controlling Hope with an analog stick on your DualShock 4 or your DualSense controller, uh, and you move her around the 3D environment, and you're, you know, jumping into lockers or you're, or you're you know, crouching and, and trying to avoid uh, being seen by the guards, and... And that is, and that is sort of the the, the essence of, of Metal Gear, right? It's 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 all. The funny thing about Metal Gear is that it's never really been. Or I mean, I stopped playing Metal Gear games a long time ago. But it, for the most part, like if you remember Metal Gear One, it was you very frequently looking down, almost like a grid, right? Right. Uh, and, and and seeing everything from from a little bit of a distance. So it felt very much like a third person game. And you can and and so you're maneuvering these environments and uh, and there's. I think that, I think the core gameplay of just moving hope around the screen is super super simple, and it's kind of amazing that it doesn't feel that way at all. Once once you've spent ten hours with it, it feels feels much bigger than that, much uh, much more in depth gameplay wise. Yeah, there's like I said, there's a lot of uh, there's like unlocks. Um, you know, so this game usually now let me let me give a heads up. This game is like a little bit more slow paced it's got a little bit more mature theme Mm -hmm. so it's not like this crazy action packed um you know over the top action no it's actually a very serious tone it's almost like a dystopian future with like a big corporation you know running the thing and um the the person you're controlling hope is is they call them pre-cals which i'm guessing is like calibrated and they have the they're they're almost like slaves um, it's a really dark story that they're trying to tell here. Um, and you're basically trying to help her escape. And there's a lot more to it than that. Um, obviously like the, the, there's a lot of characters in this. There's a lot of background story, um, some different events that are taking place that are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, when I, and when I make the connection to metal gear, uh, this isn't by like 
I'm like a stretch here. Like this isn't, I don't think it is at all. Um, the, the creative director <laughs> I on love, this game. I love that. You're like, it's not a stretch to compare this to metal gear. But when I compare starship disco to Attica, you're like, not even the same thing. <laughs> not no, even in the no, same it's close. No, no, that's not true. Um, <laughs> but, but this is the thing is like the, the creative director, Ryan Payton, great friend of ours, amazing person. Uh, and the whole team, in fact, um, he was a producer for Metal Gear Solid 4. Um, he's worked on a lot of other things, but but he was involved with Metal Gear Solid 4. This game even has David Hayter voice acting uh, a role in the game. So um, so there is like a deep connection for them. That being said, don't just assume that I'm saying that this is Metal Gear Solid, like it's or, or Metal Gear in VR. It's because they are trying to tell an original story here. So it's more, it's got a little bit more escape and survival elements to it uh, that go with the stealth versus like stealth action you know, blowing up tanks, throwing grenades, things like that. Although you do have some weapons and tools at your disposal, like a taser and pepper spray. Um, and you can pick these, you can find these items. And, you know, like I said, we're still on the subject of things we love about this game. Uh, I love exploring this game. Uh, there's not many games that I sit there and I listen to all the, the, the audio tapes. I, I look at every image, like item I can find, I explore and try to get, you know, I even go out of my way to make sure I get all the items. This is like the first game I think that really ever made me do that. Uh, and I felt like I was being rewarded for it. I felt like I'd either find a funny little joke or I would just get more equipment that I needed um, or, or something like that. Yeah, I, it's funny because somebody made a comment. I, I forget who it was. Um, on When I published my initial review yesterday, uh, before I took it down and put an updated review up today, um, they, they said, wait, you like this, but the radio in Saints and Sinners pissed you off. <laughs> and, and I've got to say that, yeah, like I, again, you've got to be in the right mindset to play this because they're going to throw so much at you. And if you don't care about the story – fine just like go scan everything and use it for the points that you you accumulate points for the stuff that you scan and then you can use those points to like upgrade your abilities we'll talk about that in a second but and, and so you can like just skip through it all if you if you don't care about the backstory you don't care about what's going on around you don't care about learning anything uh, about the lore of this place or about hope or uh, or or even just like uh, so, some of the ancillary characters so you can do that but i found myself stopping and just being like and just listening and just waiting for the for the voiceovers to end and, and like taking it all in. Uh, and, uh, and, and I, and I'm actually really, really impressed that there's so much shit shoved into this game. It is a massive collectathon. You're going to find audio tapes and books and, and you're going to pickpocket, uh, VR video games out of the pockets of all the guards. I was going to say, I love how there's other VR games. You can, yeah, you can pickpocket in this as well. Forgot to mention that. So thank you. Uh, and some of the things you can pickpocket from guards are video games, and and there's like I, I got I took screenshots of them. So I pulled like dread halls. There's a disc for Rec Room. Fantastic contraption. Um, fucking yeah, Brookhaven. There's Brookhaven experiment. Yeah. Like so many deep cuts. Uh, other games, and that's what I'm saying is that's the kind of stuff that I felt like I was rewarded for exploring and 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 trying to uh, find. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you're, if you're a type of person who uh, really enjoys collectathons, then like, 
and there is a ton of shit for you to find here. Like even even every single guard that you encounter, you can scan, and then there's a little profile about them, a little bit, a little photograph, right. uh, a little description of them, their you know allergies or medical conditions or criminal past or whatever, yeah. right? And, uh, and and so then you're like, yeah, I don't know. Like it didn't make me feel bad for taking them down, but it but it gave me just the feeling that these aren't just a bunch of mindless characters. And honestly, the further you get into the game, we're, oh man, this is so. No spoilers, but when we talk about the bad stuff, <laughs> there's a path that you can't take in this game because it's a game-breaking bug. And if you go down that path, then it actually matters which guard uh, is, is is taking you in and stuff. So it it is it is they they play with this in a very very interesting way, uh, and we'll talk about the bad stuff in a minute. Um, yeah, and but, and the voice acting and stuff is really good. Uh, the main character, the the, the main protagonist, Hope. Uh, I, I I really liked her voice acting uh, that she did, um, and the rest of it is like I said, it's got a very serious tone to it. So, it's you know, it, like as much as I love this game, it's not a game I would recommend to absolutely everybody. But I do think that there's a lot of people that if they check this out, that they would really really appreciate it, and and would hate to miss out on uh, what this game has to offer. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and. You know the 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 first person stuff feels it, it it feels strange, right? Because you're you're playing you're playing as somebody who's helping Hope along and doing your best to unlock doors for her and and do whatever you can. Uh, and so you are uh, you're you're scan you're okay. <laughs> Every time you tap R one, you go into detective vision mode. And it, free, right. and it freezes the game. And so, like, you know, so if, if shit's hitting the fan or, or if there's guards everywhere and you like, don't know what to do, just tap R1 and reassess the situation and be like, okay, there's a guard over here, there's a guard over here. Try to find a safe route for, for hope. Um, and, and, and at the same time, that's where you're going to be scanning a bunch of stuff and that's where you're going to be uh, like unlocking doors or doing whatever. So, uh, and then and very, very frequently, you're going to have to get a different perspective on it so you can look around for other, other video cameras, other surveillance cameras and get that perspective you can just switch right over to that that camera um and so it's it, it feels really interactive on both levels it does it does feel like you're doing two things at once it feels like i mean i would say even more than like moss which sort of does the same first person third person thing it feels like you're doing more in first person than even than moss ever let you do uh, so yeah well i think the the gameplay style calls for it too like like you know you can you can be with hope and then you you can be like seeing like seeing her surroundings, but then if you hear something, you can zip ahead like six cameras. Like you can go really far actually to the other like almost to the other side of like the complex or the building or something. Yeah. And you can see what's going on in each area. And I love that about it. I loved how you had this freedom to go well beyond where the character was um, and explore almost and kind of see what's up ahead using. The uh, hacking the different cameras. Yeah, there, there were points in the game where I was looking for information on different computers, and I didn't even need hope. I'm just, just going to leave her back here, and I like boom, 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 jumped ahead, and I was right. like, oh, this is the computer I was looking for. Just leave her right. back there. I don't need her, man. I'll take care and of all this hack- on my own. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So, if anybody has ever seen Equilibrium, uh, that's another movie I wanted to reference uh, with kind of like how the storytelling is done with this. Um, equilibrium minus the gun fu uh and and the kung fu in the action it's it's more like that kind of storytelling um but yeah yeah and dude so i mean one of the one of the major things here that we need to address is that 
this is this is a long game. It can take you 10, 12 yes. hours your first time through. Uh, if you can, I found out that you can blast through it super fast uh, in about six or seven hours, maybe uh, maybe six. And uh, but but yeah, my first time through was almost twelve hours. And uh, and there's just a ton of content here, man. Like there's just there's just so much to do, and there are there are some decisions that you're going to make, and there are tons of collectibles to find, and so totally on you whether you decide that you want to go down the path of you know searching everything out and finding everything uh you want to upgrade your abilities dude so the first time i played through the game i really didn't wasn't upgrading my my character at all and i kind of i kind of found myself in a rut where like it was i just i just wasn't i just wasn't getting the shit that i needed and then when i so when i started my second playthrough i just went in with a totally different perspective i'm like scan everything scan everything and and accumulate currency as fast as possible and start unlocking things and when you start unlocking things like um being able to hack emails being able to hack voicemails those yeah. kind of things suddenly those being able to do that makes uh makes acquiring currency so much faster because now you're right, not only right. scanning you know like documents and computers whatever but now you're also scanning emails you're also scanning voicemails and so that's building your currency as well and so the you know so the, those things unlocking those right away allows you to unlock the rest of the skills uh, way 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 faster and on my second playthrough i had them all unlocked by like 60 70 yeah. percent of the way through the game well, what Brian is trying to say, long story short, is that there are some abilities that let you get more currency easy, uh, and then there's other abilities that are actually like abilities that can help assist you, yeah. um, like a distracting thing. And and one of my favorite moments in this was when there was a part where I had two guards closing in on me, and I was like, oh, shit. And I actually used that... Um, that distraction ability, which you can't use on anything. It has to be, you're a hacker and they try to make it like, you know, a little bit more realistic, I guess, where, uh, you have, it's like a phone or something you can hack and it, and it rings the phone and distracts the guard. I shit you not. I had like half a second to react and I hit that thing and it, and the other guard turned around and like, I escaped just barely. And, and it was so cool. Um, but yeah, man, like you said, 10 hour game with replay value and this game is fifteen dollars usually, uh, but is on sale for PS Plus yep. for ten dollars. That is a dollar an hour for for this game. Uh, and I just I think I think they actually. So this might sound crazy, um, and but I actually feel like the vision that they had for this, they actually executed their vision of this game better than they executed the vision for Iron Man VR. And and that hurts to say a little bit, but but uh but I actually think that this game is actually like a little bit more well-rounded um as opposed to Iron Man. I love Iron Man, but but I do feel like this was executed at, like a lot better. Yeah, it's it there's certainly like there's a good sense of progression as as you unlock things. Uh the levels the level variety is decent. It's divided up into five chapters. It was released uh in... Graphics are nice in areas. Some of the yeah. areas look really pretty. Some yeah. of the rooms look actually some there's here and there some stuff looks pretty stunning actually. Yeah, I yeah, I think the architecture looks really well done and uh and and so yeah, it's it's there's in the the level variety is good. The level design is really good when you're when you're uh, doing your Metal Gear stealthing, uh, you know, and, and just trying to lay out the best path for Hope. I feel like it's done well. It's done intelligently. There's usually multiple paths, different ways to get from place to place, uh, different options. If you're willing to explore, you can find screwdrivers that you can, and those will kind of give you shortcuts from place to place um, because then you're able to open like these air vents. 
there's there's a lot going on here, and I and I and I really enjoyed not only the freedom that it gives you, but also like the sense of accomplishment you get when you actually complete a certain section, and you weren't caught, you know, because you can you can run from these guys, and sometimes right, you'll be right. successful if you just happen to get away, but like, but that's that doesn't feel good. That that doesn't feel satisfying when you get when you get through a section and you weren't even seen by anybody. That feels really good. I'll tell you what is satisfying is sneaking up behind somebody and tasering them <laughs> and taking them out of the game completely. <laughs> that yeah. shit is satisfying. I felt I, that felt so good. Um, but yeah, man. So let we got to talk about the some of the negatives here. <sighs> yeah, because uh, there are a few to go through. But I I got to say, I recommend this game. Maybe not to everybody. You know, if you just want something that's like instantly satisfying, if you want something that's like mindless fun. Uh, that's not going to be this. This is a little bit different uh, than a, uh, a mindless kind of playing game. This is a very uh, cerebral kind of game. Mad Max, the Metaverse GameCat VR in the chat says, I'm hearing the professional answers you two are giving, but is it a good game? And I have a very clear answer for you. It's a great game. But yeah. they, but that, that statement comes with a huge asterisk. And that asterisk is, yeah. but... And I'm going to go with the big one first, man. Um, after I published my review yesterday, somebody said, hey, uh, does this have the same issues that the other VR versions have? There's a game-breaking bug that doesn't allow you to finish the game in Chapter 5. And I said, that's weird. I didn't have that problem. And I was like, wait. But there's a whole other path that I didn't take. There's like they, they, they give you an option to side with one person or another person uh, at the beginning of Chapter 5. And I was like, fuck, what, what if the other path is broken? And so that's when I said, okay, hold the phone man and i and i and i sat down put on the headset and i speed ran this entire game i was like just blasting through blasting through blasting through and i was actually having a lot of fun doing it um and i, I think my second playthrough was even more fun than my first and so uh and and then i and i got to that point and i made the other decision in chapter five and it lets you go for quite a while and you don't even know that you hit the game breaking bug until you start seeing you're like wait a minute I've already found this guard. I already had this conversation with this guard and you get stuck in an endless game loop and you don't even know that you're stuck until you realize you're like, Oh shit. Like not, I, there's just no way to progress from this point on. Yeah. It's it funny sucks. because I, in my, well, so I'm actually, I haven't even finished the game. <laughs> I played it for like eight hours straight yesterday, nine hours straight. And I was just loving it. Um, I ran into one bug the entire time, and it wasn't even that big of a bug, uh, but one bug. And apparently, I dodged a couple uh, from what you've told me. Yeah, um, yeah. There but, was no, there was another one that where like you're scanning objects, and the thing that pops up isn't the object you scanned, and so it's not triggering the voice cues that are supposed to progress that scene forward. And right. and, and so I didn't see that on my first run either. And on my second run, I saw it. Luckily, quitting yeah. the game and reloading my save. Uh, allowed allowed me to get through that. Um, so I'm like, hey, you know, that's not a huge deal to me. But like a game breaking bug that you just where. Yep. And somebody asked in the chat earlier. They're like, well, can you just restart the chapter and like choose? No, no, because you don't. There's no chapter select. It's just save games. And so and you're and by the point by the time you realize that you've gone down the wrong path and you are you've hit that game breaking bug, your save is too far gone. And you are just like you're just shit out of luck and you've got to start the game over again. So. So here's here's why the score isn't like the 8.3, 8.4 that I really would have liked to give it. I think this game is amazing, especially for the price point. But that I did love this game. Yeah, but and, and but here's a huge reason why we just can't give it a better score. Um, to, to the fact that I have to tell you guys, uh, hey guys, make sure you side with the make sure you side with the girl instead of the dude near the end. 
Yeah. <laughs> say it this so, way so I don't uh, give spoilers, so, obviously. Uh, so I don't have a lot to say on the bugs because I actually was very lucky and missed yeah. all of them. Uh, but I do want to squeeze in a couple more little design things. Um, the camera, you know, I was talking about how much I love switching from camera to camera to camera. Uh, there's a couple times, or most of the time, if you don't change the camera yourself, mm -hmm. the camera will automatically switch for you. Most of the game, this actually works pretty well. But there's a couple times, even in the very beginning, where the camera would change on me, and and like the angle was terrible, and like it was, it was like whoa, like what the heck is this? Like where is hope? I, yeah, yeah. Well, and like the the yeah, the way you're facing and everything was awful. There's a couple places in the game where it'll automatically switch your camera, and it and it's in a terrible spot. Um, and it in the beginning, I was like, I really want this to. I really wish I could just turn off the automatic camera switch. So, but it's not too bad. Um, there's a couple parts that drag a little here and there, but typically right around where I was like, oh, I'm so done with this part, it would end and then it would change. And it was really nice. Um, the spatial audio is a little eh. So, if you're trying to like tell where somebody is coming from uh, or something, you can't, you can, you can tell something is close, uh, but you can't tell. Not all the time does it like really pinpoint where where they are. I think audio design is really important for for stealth games, um, but that's about it for me, man. Overall, like I said, I, I love this game. I'd recommend it's it's ten dollars. Uh, I think that's a very competitive price, and um, yeah, I think it I think it deserves a chance. Uh, yeah. And and I would love to hear anyone who picks it up. I would love to hear your feedback on it. Um, after you give it a chance and see what you think, because uh, yeah, I'm giving this a big thumbs up. Uh, a should we? And I ordered the collectors, the limited edition, uh, limited run games collectors edition, yeah. and that sucker's going right here on the shelf because uh, I'm I'm pretty proud of what they did here, and and I think it's super cool. If you if you've been looking for a Metal Gear gameplay type experience, uh, you have to check this one out. You have to give it a chance. Yeah. Um, just to just to knock out a couple more negatives here, um, the, the the analog stick control uh, I feel like is a little bit on the rough side. It, it, you never quite feel like you have total control over hope. It, it, if you played any other third person game ever in your entire life, uh, this I didn't have it. as many issues with that, but I I know what you mean though. Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't have that same natural feel uh, that that everything else does, and uh, and and so every single time the camera angle changes, like boom, you got to hit R one immediately oh, right it's and almost it, like tank controls because otherwise you'll be you'll be walking the wrong way i wish it had tank controls tank controls at least if i was pushing up the entire time when the camera changed i'd still be walking forward when the camera changed instead instead i got boom. used to it i got used to it because well, games used to do that all the time and so like i just remembered yeah oh, but this is just, but just don't this, let go yeah well that's the thing is like i i feel like other games 20 years ago did this better they'd switch to a different right. camera and, and and they used to do well, it better they used to do it better than this does it. And so, again, hit R1 the second you get into the habit, like the game trains you to be like, well, your control is going to be fucking garbage for the first few seconds as soon as the camera switches. And you're probably not going to know where Hope is on the screen. And you probably won't know which camera you're looking through. So you probably don't know if she's over there or over there. And if you walked into the scene, you probably won't know which way you're going anymore. So fucking the second the camera changes, boom, hit R1, freeze, look around and go, okay, there she is. She's over there. I'm trying to get over here. Where are the guards? Okay, now let's continue. And then you continue I, on. Yeah, I agree. I think I don't think you have to do it every time. I just think if you switch cameras and you don't see her, and especially if it's a intense moment, then hit it. Yeah, you know? 
Now the other thing AJ doesn't doesn't know about because he 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 picked uh, there's four different outfits to choose from the beginning, and, uh, and you know like ones ones like some some uniform ones a school girl outfit which of course I chose don't ask questions better that way <laughs> um that that sounds really perverted but, it, but it's not i swear to you that i don't know i just i just thought it was a cute outfit i don't know uh and then there's like this track jacket thing and then one other and so um and it's so weird because at the beginning you pick you pick your outfit from the very beginning before you even start the game and then she, that she's wearing that for the entire game um and so you think oh i get just got to choose my costume but no, there's more to it than that. Yeah, it actually even, changes some game mechanics. I don't even know what those things are. I played through as a, in the schoolgirl outfit, and and I'm going through. And I'm collecting tapes that you can actually save your game with, and in the and, and and I will tell you that without the saves, the checkpoints are garbage. Only when you're playing as her, yeah, as as that schoolgirl, and then and then when uh, we I, I went to play, play in the outfit on the main cover, the the gray jumpsuit or whatever. yeah, the gray jumpsuit with the hood, and so and then so my yeah. second playthrough I played as that, and and then when I got caught, I was walked back to the detention center, and I immediately started from there with all the progress I had made. So like, I'm assuming it's just a weird glitch, but like they don't explain any of this. So I so now I've played through the game twice. And there are things about the game I still don't understand. And to me, that's just poor explanation, poor game design, whatever. It's like, you just fucking tell us, man. Tell us what these four characters are. Tell us what the four costumes do. And I'm sure I'm sure if it was this way on other VR platforms, I just need to look it up and find out. But still, as, as somebody who played the game twice, I feel like I should know this shit by now. All Gotta right, tell man. the scientist game cat with the $5 tips is, hey, Sony, <laughs> please look at how great VR makes old games like Republic play and look. Just imagine what VR games could do for great old games, Bioshock, etc. God Listen damn, to I Don love Bioshock funny. and VR. Also, we get Nihilus Ryan, the game feeling with the $5 tips is, every time I see someone tip, I try to tip again. Does this work? Did, did it work this time? <laughs> it did work this time. Thank you so much. That is awesome. All right, guys, we got, we got to wrap this up. But first... Uh, so so anyway, as as we said, it's a should we. It's luckily if this was like a twenty five thirty dollar game, I think I'd have some huge reservations and be like, yeah, god damn, like this game has some serious issues. But for ten dollars, it's on sale at launch with thirty percent off. Um, I mean, pick it up I, and just feel aware I was, of the issues. I played this game after playing Elden Ring, and I was having a great time. Let that sink in. That's got to stand for something. That I put thirty hours into Elden Ring. And then played this, and I was actually hooked on Republic and and stuff. So uh, it's a good game. It's, if not a great game. Uh, and I freaking loved it. Neon Groove said, I never saw the appeal of hoodies. How are we friends? <laughs> like, hoodies hoodies are my, like, go-to top. Like, I'm always wearing a hoodie whenever possible. The second the weather gets too warm for hoodies, I get real depressed. And then as soon as fall rolls around again, I'm happy, Brian all over again nick the game cat house said, you know they're up to something sneaky when they have the hood on <laughs> all right man it's time for psvr 20 questions uh and aj is the host this time that means you guys out there and me right here have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what psvr game aj's thinking of oh i'm sorry mad max the metaverse game cat vr with the two dollar tip says your video said you didn't know if upgrades carry over i don't know what happened my first time through i wasn't i wasn't purchasing a lot of upgrades um and so and so for me i was like i don't i don't know what's going on here 
Um, I think the second time through it made a little bit more sense and I upgraded a lot and I purchased all the upgrades and all those upgrades remained with me to the end of the game. So I'm glad I replayed it and kind of clarified that a little bit for myself. I think that aspect My upgrades, fine. my saves, all mine stuff worked fine. Play, right. Choose the character with the gray suit, the very first one. <laughs> Right, you won't then, have these issues. <laughs> and, and then when you're done, play through all the other ones and let me know what the difference is. And then is let like. us know. <laughs> uh, although I probably will play it a third time just for shits and giggles. Maybe I'll figure something out. Dude, it's time for PSVR 20 questions. Let me put six minutes up on the clock. The clock upon counter the way that Jeremy likes it. And let's go. Does this have... Does this require... This is going to be a tough question. Does this require the moves? Uh, I believe it requires the moves. Yes. Okay. Good. Requires the moves. See, I kind of, I kind of. It says supported, but I'm pretty sure it's only moves. Okay. Requires moves. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I knocked moves. out a couple questions by asking it that way. Um, would you call? Is there? Are there a lot of puzzles in this game? There are not a lot of puzzles in this game. Okay. Let's see. Um, is there a lot of shooting in this game? There's a little bit of shooting in this game. Some shooting. Okay. Um, and has... by the way, there's no puzzles. No puzzles in this game. No puzzles. Okay. I didn't want to confuse you. I don't want to get so cheating again, even yeah. though it'll happen anyways. Nice. Oh, are there vehicles in this game? There are not vehicles in this game. Okay. No puzzles. No vehicles. Um, some shooting requires the moves. Um, would you call this a, mm, it wouldn't be a wave shooter if there's some shooting. Ooh, James Moore. Good question. Has it ever been on a top 25 list or top 10 or top whatever? <sighs> Has it been? That's a good question. Uh, you can just say, what, do you think we good enough to be considered for one? How about that? <clears throat> uh, I don't, that's, that's a really subjective thing i don't think let me make this clear i don't think it's been on a top 25 list okay so that, that gives me a good have. impression it's a de- it's a good enough game that he's it might have it. okay but i don't remember okay um sci-fi game cat henry uh is it narrative driven it is not narrative driven oh you laughed a little bit which means it's probably shallow um Okay, some shooting, which means it's not like a wave shooter. It's not. Um, oh, do you? Is the shooting done with guns? Um, As opposed to like bows and arrows or magic or something. Uh, it's not only guns. No. Okay. Guns and more. Okay. Um, Ooh, Shades asked, is there melee combat? There is melee combat. Okay, we're, we're starting to get a picture together here. Um, has this developer made other PSVR games? Uh, I don't think so. I looked it up. I tried to look up, and no, uh, it didn't seem like it. Okay, that eliminates a lot of titles. Um, I don't know, Roy Schwartz. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to just assume it's first person, although that's probably going to be a horrible decision later on. Uh, guns and other weapons. Guns. See, Braxbro Gun Club is just guns. <laughs> hmm. Oh, geez, I got a fucking. Uh, 
would you call this an indie title? Um, yes. Okay. Are you primarily using swords in this game? Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, it can't be raw data, Nick, because it's uh, developers made other VR has not made other VR games. Um, it's really up to you, mostly. This is driving me crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not story based. Uh, it can't be Skyrim because Bethesda's made other. Oh my god! Why it can't it can't be? Is it is this multiplayer? It's not multiplayer. All right, there goes Zenith. Um, and it can't be Swordsman because it was made by because Swords <laughs> Sin Studio made a bunch of games. Uh, is there multi? I just asked if it's multiplayer, you right? Just asked that. Uh, yeah. So no, no multiplayer. Fuck, man. Vader Immortal is definitely story-driven. Wow. Okay. There's no multiplayer in Trickster. I mean, there is multiplayer in Trickster. We can't do that one. Um, oh, my God. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Why? I, I never can think of any good games. Uh, is it fantasy-themed? Uh, it's kind of fantasy-themed. Kind of fantasy-ish. Not really, but a little bit. Um, it's not an arena fighter, right? Is it an arena is that fighter? A question? Yeah, it's it an is an arena fighter. How many questions do I have left? You have uh, five questions left. Okay. Uh, are are the weapons in this game really rubbery? The weapons in this game are, in fact, very rubbery. Uh, could this possibly be? The game that hasn't even come out yet. Could this be Gorn? It is Gorn. I saw Nihilus right in the game feline nice. say it first. Awesome. Um, actually, so... it's funny because this is the second time now I've noticed. Uh, I think it was um, Nick the Game Cat Howe earlier in the stream said Gorn. And this is the <laughs> second time the game that I had picked had gotten mentioned earlier on in the stream. Good job, cats. Uh Good job helping Brian there. Yeah, no, I, def- job, I, I definitely needed to help. Um, Gordon does have a gun. That's why he says there's some shooting in it. Uh, yeah. It has a gun. It has a bow and arrow. It has a crossbow, I think. Never considered for a top 25. Not even close. Um, didn't, he make the, um, didn't he make the honorable mentions? Nope. Not, that I'm, not that I'm aware. Yeah, I didn't think it was on. I didn't think so, but I wasn't. I was like, I could have seen it around launch being like on like you know its first debut yeah. i could have seen it uh making like one of them but i didn't think so yeah oh my goodness all right guys yeah thank you so much to all the cats who helped me out in the chat uh I, I don't this i'll tell you i'll tell you i watch game scoop when they do it i swear i'm sitting on my couch and i'm watching them and i get it every single time right when you're sitting in the hot seat it's so much more difficult <laughs> uh so i really appreciate you guys helping me out big time 
Also, I appreciate all the cats out there who changed your name to GameCat, who we gave a shout out to this week. Remember, if you change your name to GameCat as well, hashtag GameCat in the comments somewhere on the channel so I can find you and give you a shout out on next Friday's show. Also, thank you so much for all the people who, uh, who support us on Patreon.com slash Without Parole Games. Uh, it is the way I pay my bills, and I appreciate you so much allowing me to pay my bills so I can keep doing this full time. I love you so very much for that. Uh, thank you to all the mods who make this channel run over here and over on Discord. Uh, remember to join us on Discord. Click the link in the description below. Thank you to Jamie. Thank you to Sci-Fi GameCat Henry. Thank you to this guy over here, AJ, who's here fucking even more often than I am, I feel like. <laughs> we do this three days a week. I feel like he's here four days a week. Thank you so much, man. Uh, make sure you subscribe to his channel. Thank you to all the cats in the chat. Thank you to everybody who helped me out. Thank you to all the people who tipped today. And, of course, all the people who sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. Happy birthday, Scott Jessica. We love you so very much. Happy birthday, Scott Jessica. Peace and Harry Fell. PSVR GameCat for life. Woo! Cue the cat, Brian. Because I want to say have a wonderful weekend to lose reviews. Lots of cats in the chat uh, are, are, are calling me a cheater because Gorn is not out yet. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I broke the rules a little bit. I knew they'd accuse me of something. Uh, guys, that's fist bump to you. Have a great weekend as well. I'm going to be back to hashtag the cartoon. Which game? Kitten. Thank you so much, Mark. Ringles, leave. Uh, you take care as well. Next to game, Cat Howl. Peace out, homie. So fat, other go. Game, Cat. To the side of the horn, 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 side of the horn. Game of the Devil of Foil Lights. Meow, game, Cat. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Funkadelic game, Cat. Thank you so much, man. Brax, bro. Thank you. Hack the game, Cat. I knew it was lit up in here. Scott just could be hair fell. Birthday, boy. Woo, woo. Super Galaxy God Star later, man. Mad Max, the Metaverse Game Cat VR. Wet that. Uh, still waiting on that invasion, Mad Max. Were you scared? Scared, <laughs> Mad Max? <laughs> I got. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Uh, Jared Keeper. Uh, the pink neon 9mm for me. Uh, I was I was trying to think if that was something sexual. And God, I, I hope so. <laughs> Bring it on. Uh, time to play with Gabe Cat. You rock, homie. Uh, all you are is history. Wow, his name is back to normal. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was trying to Gabe Feline. Great guest, man. Nick uh, Nick Mulo, my homie. Hope everything's going well with you. Feels like I've so long. It's been so long since I talked to you. We don't we don't catch up anymore. I'm just kidding. I talked to him earlier. Sci-fi Gabe Cat Henry. <laughs> What's up, homie? Thanks so much. It shades of great matter. Yes, awesome work you do. Keep up the great work. Saturday night live stream tomorrow night just for Scott Jessica's birthday. JT Money. It might be a little bit earlier though, so just be ready at any time. Just just go to my channel and just stare at it all day long, and it'll happen at some point. Roy Schwartz <laughs> says, "Suck it, Brian." Dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be such. <laughs> We'd be staring at your channel all day long if you don't actually stream. It's gonna be a bigger <laughs> letdown than usual. Wow, wow. Very nice. But Roy Schwartz said, suck it, Brian. Hey, for, for, that's okay. Uh, I'll suck it. What all up, nine, I'll, I'll suck all nine millimeters. <laughs> 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 Take no time at all. Uh, also, also for anybody who watched the show from the beginning, uh, AJ was like, I'm not going to tell you what Brian was doing during the intro. I was picking my nose because I was trying to make AJ laugh. I was getting all up in the Lies. camera. Full hands up those nostrils trying to make you laugh. <laughs> and it worked. And I'm so happy that it did. Yeah. I also pick my nose when nobody's watching, so that wasn't really a surprise. Anyway. Ew. <laughs> Have a good weekend, everybody. Go yeah. wash your hands. Oh, yeah, that's a good, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor boogers. So dirty. <laughs> Brax broke. So, Brian, please. I, I'm, should I end the stream or are we just going to keep? Yeah, should I go?